Kind of. Why does things feel different? Because I'm on this side of the table and you're on that side of the table. I don't like it a bit. Dude, I wasn't going to say anything. switch. <laughs> I used to be over here. When she's over here, but oh. I don't belong here. <laughs> well, then why did you sit there? He's you recording, were the first one isn't to sit. it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say something stupid. I can smiled. feel it. Welcome back to the NOIC Godcast. Um, we were originally going to summarize camp and all the things that happened. However, as most of you know by now, that uh, camp was cut short by a storm and an extended power outage. So instead of us ending on Friday, our churches pulled together, prayed, and ultimately decided that it'd be best for us to end camp on Tuesday. But with that decision came a lot of hurt, a lot of pain. A lot of questions. A lot of tree branches. A lot of tree branches. A lot of confusion. A lot and of sweat. A lot of sweat. Yeah, a lot Lots of sweat. Lots of sweat. A lot. Um, and overall, just a overwhelming feeling of disappointment. Um, that's what we want to talk about today. How are we as Christians meant to deal with disappointment? Not only in this particular case, but in our lives as a whole. Well, in order for us to deal with our disappointment, we have to realize that God is sovereign and all-knowing, that he can see the issue way before we even knew it was an issue. He knew when we started camp a thousand years ago. (laughs) It feels like it. We look pretty good, guys. We're good. We're good. (laughs) Some of us. Are we talking about him? (laughs) I thought so. And then she looked at you and I was like, wow, I don't look so bad. (laughs) But like before we even started camp, he knew that in 2022 that we were going to have to end early. Um, But we need to realize that we are not able to see those things and he knows everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Isaiah 55, 9 through 8 or eight through nine, sorry. That's usually how that goes. (laughs) Usually it goes the other way. Says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, or your ways my ways, sorry, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. We literally can't think about or see the situation the way that God does. There's no way for us to do it. Um, We can be like, oh, well, and I know a lot of us have... um, since left camp and different things like that and been like, oh, well, this is the reason, you know, like mm-hmm. this could be a reason. Like what if there was another storm and like it was going to be even worse this time and that's why he, like we can speculate things, but we can't comprehend. Right. I think that's one of the parts of faith and trust that we don't like to talk about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there are times God's going to do things and you're never going to know why. Yep. I really believe like I'm like you, like a lot of us have said, well, it could have been because of this or it could have been yep. because of this or it could have been. But the truth is we're probably never ever going to know the real answer. Nope. And that's part of faith and trust. Like faith and trust says, I don't have to get an answer. I don't have to know the reason. I just trust him. Yeah. I feel like um, it's easier. The reason why we do that is because it's easier for us to rationalize things. Like there is a reason behind this. It's not just, oh, well, God said this is good. Like rationalizing and be like, oh, okay, God, I see why you did that. Yeah. But that's the thing. Well, it makes it not disappointment almost because like, oh, well, that wasn't for nothing because it was for this. Right. But what if there literally is not a reason that we will know on the side of heaven? Are you still able to trust him? Yeah. Like, I I think that totally plays into the disappointment factor. Yeah. And we can look at it and say that everything went wrong. Like, it's the wrong way. It it wasn't supposed to be this way. And that darkness is winning is because our theme, you know, Shadow Kingdom. But, like, 
we're like darkness is winning because I, I actually heard that a lot from a lot of people like mm-hmm. we're allowing darkness to win and that's not what this is um we have to realize that he is in control of everything and he is allowing this to happen for a reason and we also have to realize that it's not our job to understand it and we don't even have to be happy yep. right. about it mm-hmm. um i don't think god wanted us to go home from camp and say yep i'm glad you know we only had two days of camp you know he, however, does call us to have an everlasting joy mm-hmm. in whatever happened. So, like, we can go being going home and be like, oh, well, I, you know, I, I long to be with my church family. I long to be with my camp family to have more souls saved, you know, all these events. But, and it's okay to have that desire, but it should never affect your joy. Yeah. Your joy should always be everlasting. Yeah. I think that one of the things I had to learn before we went to camp, <clears throat> so... <clears throat> Before camp this year, for some reason, like first time in 13 years I've ever went through this, but for some reason, like the two weeks leading up to camp, I was just in a battle, Mm -hmm. like in my mind. Like I just, I honestly didn't want to go to camp. (laughs) I did not want to be there. I did not want to do the things we had to do. I was just really, really struggling. Like, and I really can't, like I was talking with Jenny, I can't even put my finger on what it was. There was just this overwhelming feeling and the place that I had to come to, which was so God because he knew I was coming next, the place Mm -hmm. that I had to come to was understanding that my identity and my satisfaction is not tied to the success of camp. Yeah. And maybe that doesn't make sense to anybody else. Maybe that's something no one else really has to go through. But I really had to go through that before camp because I can only imagine the little tiny bits of pieces I would have fell into at camp had I not dealt with that before camp. And what I'm trying to say is exactly what you just said. If our joy and our satisfaction, our Mm -hmm. contentment, if our identity is in tangible, touchable things, things that we can see, things that we can experience, things that we enjoy. When those things are taken away, we lack the things the Bible says we should have. And that Mm -hmm. is why only in Jesus should we be able to have contentment and joy and peace and suffering. Um, Our identity is in Christ. And so no matter matter if camp is canceled for the next 100 years, I still can have joy. Why? Because I wasn't my, I wasn't banking on camp to give me joy. And that's the same, you know, for, for anything, not just joy. Like if you were coming to camp and you're like, you know, this, the worship services, that's yep. just really where I feel God. I, I hear that every year and I, yep. I'm grateful. I, I pray for that all year yep. long that you would feel God at camp. But if you're waiting to get to camp to feel that, that means that you're, that is linked to camp, not to God. That's a problem. Yep. And so that is, that is setting us up for disappointment, which is what you're trying yep. to talk about if I would should. Yeah. Well, no, that's actually, uh, Rachel and I were actually riding on the golf cart. I don't remember. It was one of the two days. <laughs> <laughs> We were riding on the golf cart and that was exactly what I said about the worship services. And I remember a day when I, my spiritual filling came from wow services. And that's, and and then when my track shifted and it wasn't so much that I had to be a wow service for me to get my spiritual fill. Mm -hmm. Like it was weird for me. It was almost like I was doing it wrong. And it it wasn't, I didn't have to bank on, you know, 30,000 people crying to be able to get myself spiritually filled. It was being in constant communication with him because when you're honestly like especially like i would say like us three and even like the people of our church when you're doing something this big for god and you can't you, you can't do it on your own we we don't have enough people mm-hmm. to do this um you are have to be so connected to him you're supposed to be spiritually filled by the time you get there not right. because of camp camp right. is not filling you you are filling other people with whatever god has already filled you with I think that's something we've kind of talked before on the podcast, but I think White Flag Faith was the really pivotal year for me mm-hmm. where I really, um, there was the first year I really stepped up and 
did you recording? Things. You were recording. No, I wasn't. You weren't in here. You weren't. You weren't a coordinator. You were recording. No, okay. I totally thought you said you were a unicorn. That's the year I was a unicorn. Is that your nickname for like what you do? But like I had, I read the lessons. I felt like a million times before we got to camp and, and mm-hmm. the prayers agent and all the things. Sorry, it's a joke. And so like I felt like I had already done all the lessons and all the learning yep. prior to camp. And then so when you get there, you're already. You're staying there, and then, um, like we've talked before, you're going there to serve. Yep. It's like almost like a, a missions trip or something. Right. You're mm-hmm. not going there. It's what you can get. Yep. You're going there to give more to others. Right. Yeah, exactly. Good, good. Everybody's good okay. over here. So once you are full of faith in God and know and know that he knows exactly what you need and when you need it, because that's two different things. Sometimes you want to say, well, I know I need this, but I need it now, and that's not how it works. Mm-hmm. So he knows not only what you need, but exactly when you need it, um, you can give concerns, you know, your pain, your hurt, your questions to him. And God wants you to talk to him. Um, it's not a you're just supposed to. It's not a um, you. You have to say it because it was your thing. Oh, no. You, it was the thing. The thing that we were talking about. It's the whole thing of it's not just you have to just follow my rule. Uh, what were we talking about? I'll back just mm-hmm. a little bit ago. Are you want me to say that now? Yeah. Oh, OK. Go ahead. <laughs> Do your that thing. was exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess, so I really struggled with the whole camp thing. It was really hard for me. Um, And I felt like it was just, everyone was texting me and telling me like, God has a plan. God Mm -hmm. has a reason. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, I know. And I agree. And I I completely understand. It still hurts. Yeah. And obviously even today it hurts. Yeah. But I think it was Saturday morning when we got back. Um, I just felt like it was like, like God was like a parent that was like, I did this because I had to do it. You have to just accept it. Yeah. And that felt like disconnected from God. I just Mm -hmm. couldn't feel him like I had prior and um, just kind of like, then God reminded me of when I discipline my kids, Mm -hmm. it hurts me. Mm -hmm. And so just as much as it's hurt me through this, he's hurting too to see us hurt. Sure. Yeah. And, and so seeing that connection really changed it for me because it wasn't just an angry father who was like, you have to do this because I said so. Mm-hmm. But it's, I know it hurts. Trust me, it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's exactly, he doesn't long for us to just accept it just because it's just what it is. He wants to have that relationship with there, you. What I, would, what I would describe, what I just said was there's a tenderness through disappointment. Yes. And I think that is something we don't grasp, whether whether it's camp or whether it's, anything in life mm-hmm. when you were disappointed there's a tenderness i you know thinking of my kids like discipline aside like i totally agree with that but discipline aside when, when juliet is disappointed mm-hmm. she can't have ice cream for breakfast and lunch, <laughs> or you know whatever it is whenever she's disappointed uh she wants to go do something with her friends and for mm-hmm. some reason we just can't when she's disappointed ultimately i do get to say so and ultimately yep. i do understand yep. why she can't yep. but it's still i don't like to see her disappointed there's a tenderness yep. as her father to see her disappointed and that that's god times a million yep right he there is a tenderness in his heart whenever he sees his child hurting or disappointed or needing to be disciplined yep but i think a lot of times just like you guys have both said we don't look at that we think he's just god there's just light thunderbolt <laughs> lightning very very frightening his you know his way or the highway it's cold and dry and and that's not God. No. That's not the God of the... Even in the Old Testament, even when he was supposedly scarier than yeah. he is now, which he's not changing. Uh, <laughs> but even in the Old Testament, there was still a tenderness. I mean, think of think of Abraham and Lot and that story. There's a tenderness there. Yeah. Think of just Jacob and the angel. Like, there's so many stories where God just has this tenderness that... that mm-hmm. almost seems out of character for God the way we portray mm-hmm. him. And yet, he is tender during our disappointments. You know, the funny thing is, is that we look for other people 
rather than God when we're disappointed. Mm -hmm. Like it's a lot easier for me to run to you or run to you and be like, I'm disappointed. And you guys understand the situation because you were also disappointed. Mm -hmm. But like God is is the one that knows why. Mm -hmm. You guys can just speculate. Y'all can just be like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, I feel that too. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't fix the issue. You have to go to him in order to have that peace, that comfort. That's what um, like – there's a couple different things that you can go to him mm-hmm. for because you can go to him for correction on mm-hmm. your bad attitude about the situation because while disappointment does like this, we're just like, we're very sad. We're very, but it can create a bad attitude about it. Mm-hmm. And you also can ask for guidance in the situation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, um, like when we were making decisions with camp of if we we're going to close down or not, those are, those, that's where you need to go to him and be like, what are we supposed to do? Because it seems like it's a, a rock and a hard place that we're right. in right now. And I think I think kind of with that, not only is God tender, but he has intentions mm-hmm. for every disappointment. Yep. And so we can be, we can have attitude when we get disappointed. We mm-hmm. can be angry when we get disappointed and we can waste that disappointment. Mm-hmm. And so God is like, all right, I know I have a reason for this. You don't know the reason. I know you're disappointed, but I have something to teach you here in this so that on the next trial or the next disappointment, yep. you have what you need. But most of us are so caught up in this disappointment that mm-hmm. we just don't learn that lesson. And we get to this do- disappointment, we're like, God, I don't have what I need. Well, it's because yeah. you didn't submit and surrender to him in the last disappointment and you didn't seek his will in that. Mm-hmm. And that's also not fun, yeah. but there is a learning that comes from disappointment that God is, he's enabling us through disappointment for something that comes down the road. Yep, for sure. And like, that's for like, for me, like personally throughout this whole thing, um, I don't know if you guys know. But uh, I don't. I process. read it, so I know it. You do know it. <laughs> she didn't read it, so she doesn't. Look. Um, I don't process emotions very well, and I don't. Have you get that honestly. Never I know. Knew. I don't know who. It's not my dad. You're Jamie. Sure. Oh, I don't know who I am. <laughs> I'm not sure who I am. Having an identity crisis right here at the table. <laughs> but like most of the time, when I'm stressed and upset about something, I don't pinpoint it very well, or I can't tell why I'm in a bad mood, and um, it just feels like overall like a cloud around me. Like I don't. I can't be like, oh, that's the reason why I'm upset. Um, and I thought we came back from camp and like like you had said that you were crying. And I'm like, well, I think maybe I processed it without doing anything because <laughs> I wasn't crying. I was good. But then I realized we, me and Jacob were on the way to somewhere. I don't even know where we were going. It was only like a few days after. And I'm like, you know, I think... I've been in a bad mood <laughs> because of camp. I think because it ended and Jacob looks at me and goes, well, I could have told you that. I thought you knew that. I thought you knew that's why you were in a bad mood. You were just dealing with them. Like, no, I had no idea. <laughs> but like, that was something for me. I had to, that was one of the reasons I had to go to God. I had to, it wasn't necessarily, um, I was like questioning God, like, how could you do this? Right. It was just more of like, how do I process this now? How do I feel about this now? Because it almost does feel um, disrespectful to him for me to be like, well, that wasn't the right decision. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like he obviously knows it's the right decision, but I also don't want to be like, yes, this was exactly what's supposed right. to happen. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was just, I had to get guidance from him mm-hmm. on how to feel about mm-hmm. the situation. Um, so I had to bury and repent for my bad attitude because <laughs> It was, it was, I didn't realize I was in, and I kind of, um, and I think a lot of people do this. I was throwing myself into, cause we had just moved, we were moving our house around. Like we took over our parents' house and like just different things. And so I was throwing myself into busyness. Mm-hmm. And so like, 
in that busyness, I'm like, I'm just irritated because all this stuff is laying around my house and I need to find a place for it. That's why I'm upset. <laughs> or I'm upset because we have to pay this much money in gas now. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I was trying to place the blame on other things, but it was really that I was disappointed and not willing to fix the disappointment. Yeah. And I had to repent for that and ask him for comfort in my situation. Um, the third and final thing that will help you deal with disappointment is you have you've realized that God is all knowing. You are in constant communication with him because that's the only way you can get that peace, that joy. Now you need to praise him. Um, I've in our own experiences, I've noticed that it's really hard to stay upset and disappointed when you're taking the focus off of you mm -hmm. and you place it on him. Mm -hmm. um, Say that again. Okay, where was I at? <laughs> it's really hard to stay upset and disappointed when you take the focus off of you and place it on him. Place it on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it's funny because, um, like, talking about not wanting to deal with it. Like, I obviously knew I was sad. I spent the mm -hmm. whole, like, we got home and then, like, the whole next day morning crying. I'm a crier. I'm not an angry person. Like I'm, you. I just cry. I, I like to put fists through my walls, but she likes to cry. <laughs> I'm a little scared of it this day more. <laughs> I'll just cry. I'm just punching the wall and she's crying in the corner. Um, I have music playing at my house that we've talked about before all the time. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't get myself to yeah. play music yeah. those first two days. Mm -hmm. um, I really, I would do, like your quick prayers or whatever, but I wouldn't like hit my knees and pray. Yep. Um, I wasn't really devoting time in, um, in reading as yep. much as I should. I was like, I, cause I knew if I would get myself where I needed to be one, he would like make me deal with it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's right and, like, and I knew it would be okay, but like, I just couldn't get myself. And I really didn't realize I was running from it. Yeah. And then, um, Saturday morning I played, um, I just say play P Pandora and, um, it's automatically a radio station. I think it's Shane and Shane or whatever. Yeah. And, um, goodness of God came on. Mm -hmm. And it's really funny because like, I'm pretty sure he controls my radio station. <laughs> oh, I have no doubt about <laughs> But, and it was just instantly, my mind was like, you know, like it just, that's when the whole, you know, God teaching me that he was disappointed too. That's what that came from is because yeah. I finally just turned my focus to him and listened to some music and then I was mm -hmm. able to pray and just kind of get over it a little bit better because I was able to stop looking at me and looking at him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna say that. Like, I had a not so nice you, comment. You, had a you guys are all like this. Well, because I had something wrong. I was just gonna say it. Just say it. And then she says this nice poetic, you, beautiful are thing. Are you an angry I'm, person like James? I'm not angry. He's like, I, walls too with yeah. his feet. He's like, I'm not an angry person. Are you mimicking me? Well, so what she said was basically, whenever we're upset, and whenever something like that, whenever we're upset, basically we're looking at ourselves. We're not looking at God. Yeah. If I were to paraphrase. Yeah. And I would agree with that. And that that's in every area. That's camp. Yes. That's home life. That's that's every area. And I know for me personally, I'm just just like, I mean, both of you guys have already shared. Mm -hmm. That is exactly me. Like, I find myself having this outlook, this attitude, mm -hmm. this feeling. And I'm like, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is not you. You're looking at yourself. You're not looking at God. Yeah. Like, that is not. And so, like, I, I get, and like you said, until you confront it, you just can't move past it. But what I was thinking was, <laughs> maybe I should just stop now. <laughs> what I was thinking was, like, should that not be a, um, should that not be how we look at one another? Mm -hmm. So we were at camp. There was a lot of disappointment. There yeah. was a lot of 
anger. Now, I want to say this, and, and maybe we're just going to get everything out of the table that I didn't know we were going to do that. Just clear it all up. Fishes. Fishes? I don't know. I was thinking, what is it? The can of worms. That's what it is. <laughs> you catch, well, I suppose yeah, if you put worms brain. on the table, there may be some fish. But put it in the water. I don't even know. I don't know. It's just that. But we, we're so we were at camp, and granted, you know, the tornado came through uh, Monday night around midnight. It was a little mm-hmm. bit before midnight. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and it lasted, I mean, no one got sleep that night yeah. uh poor mike spencer and sister tammy and myself were literally up to, I, we finished at like 5 40 a.m yeah. and then got up at six so yeah, <laughs> we yeah. literally never went to sleep but like no one got sleep that night no. so i understand that last day of camp there was disappointment yep. but there was also emotions. some yeah emotions some ugliness showing up and mm-hmm. i don't read into that because i know everyone was tired i know mm-hmm. everyone was exhausted yep. but what i do want to say is if the disappointment of, and I'm not saying that I, I mean, you two probably know as good as anybody and God knows my heart. I am not saying this about anybody because honestly, I didn't talk to hardly anybody that day <laughs> because I was out of my mind so tired. He was sleeping. Like I was literally, you, you could, I was a zombie. Like yeah. I'm just kind of laying around on floors. Like, was, like is he okay? I didn't talk to anybody, but I'm just saying this out loud because I could so easily see this happening. If you were disappointed about camp and it made you angry or ugly, mm-hmm. if we're allowed to use that word, if you were just not in a good way because camp was canceled. Jamie just told us you were looking at yourself. You mm-hmm. were not looking at God. Who sent that tornado? You said earlier yeah. about the light and the, 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 dark, the darkness. Yeah. And I knew I knew people were going to think that. Yeah. Who controls the weather? Right. Goodness yeah. sakes. Who sends the who sends yeah. tornadoes? God controls the weather. And so God sent that tornado. God can control when the AC is on or off. Yeah. That is God's business. Yeah. And so it really comes down to what we're saying is when when you find yourself in that attitude state, in that anger state, mm-hmm. in that not okay state, you're being selfish. Yes. You're being self-centered, not God-centered. And may that be I mean, may that be a reminder for Josh Sorrell. May that be a reminder for mm-hmm. all of us. Whenever yeah. we face or encounter that, may we call ourselves out, but may we call one another out. Listen. You need to look at God. Yeah. <laughs> You're looking in the wrong place, Fred. <laughs> but it really is. And I think that if you really looked at your lives as a whole, we would see that we have so much more to praise him for than we do to complain about to him. Like, um, God is so good to all of us that even at camp, we were only there for like two-ish days. Like, it's kind of weird because Tuesday was kind of a weird. Yeah. And then yeah, like, it's like Sunday was like a half day. Yeah, yeah, it is very odd. It was like two-ish days. But in those days, and you may be able to correct me on this, 20 to 30 kids saved? Yeah. Over 30. Yeah. Somewhere around that span, people saved. You know what I mean? And then one man announced his call to preach, and a woman announced her call to the mission field. And I would say that in like one and a half days or two days, whatever, like that is something that is worth praising him for, Mm -hmm. even if there was never any other camp ever again. Yep those souls and those people making those commitments are worth everything yep. worth the six weeks of work every day trying to you know paint little ants and is um, that always the example it's always paint the little ants in like i don't know what else was there there was a lot of testing dragons oh, the dragons weeks oh. and, weeks. Dragons. and even... then making toothpaste instead <laughs> And like, <laughs> and not only did those people. It is so strange. I just want to say that. <laughs> I didn't even think it was weird. <laughs> I know. Jamie's like, I've read a bunch of wall. I don't, <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just trying to live my but life But even here. in that, even in that, like in the tornado, like, I don't know about you guys, mm-hmm. but when I watched that radar video, mm-hmm. like, I, splitting. I, I, that is kind of went viral, at least with our camp folks. Like mm-hmm. that just blows my mind. And 
what blows my mind is I remember every millisecond of being in that blue circle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I remember the prayers I prayed. I remember laboring in prayer on my bunk bed. I remember mm -hmm. laboring in prayers. I knocked on doors and wrote names and got wet. And yep. like, I remember laboring in prayer and, and then to see what God was doing while I was praying, like that yep. just, that amazes me. And so mm -hmm. how can we be upset that camp was canceled? Uh, we share this and not to throw a dark cloud, no pun intended, uh, but there was another uh, camp going on. Uh, I don't believe a Christian camp. There was another camp going on a little ways from us mm -hmm. and a girl was struck by a tree and most yeah. likely died. Yeah. Uh, that could have easily been us. Yeah. Uh, there were stories at camp of that, that, that tornado came through and just obliterated trees, lightning. Like yeah. Well, just to get to where we were, everyone was like, how are yeah. you guys alive? And, yeah. but, but even at the camp itself, like there were literally branches laying on three sides of cars. Oh yeah. No oh, yeah. buildings had branches on them or trees on them. No cars had trees on them. No people had trees on them. No golf carts, no camp. Some flags didn't Some make flags it. Some didn't flags make didn't make it. One, Burgundy, 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 no more. You're done. Couldn't <laughs> but win. But like, you walk that campground after the mess and you tell me God wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, we have reason to be thankful. How can I be sad that camp ended early? I mean, I can be sad that camp ended early, but how can I question him when I see his hand was all over camp? Yeah. I mean, God literally just proved himself more than ever before at this year's camp. Yep. And though we're disappointed that it's over, mm -hmm. we're encouraged that God is present. Yep. 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 You good? That's good. Good job. You're good. You have been heard. heard. <laughs> I am loved. <laughs> God is worthy to be praised regardless of how we feel about the situation. Um, Psalms 31 through 4 says, I will exalt thee, O Lord, for thou hast lifted me up and hast lifted me up. Mm -hmm. One more time. <laughs> and lifted me up, glory. in there. And hast not made my foes to rejoice over me. O Lord, I cried unto thee and thou hast healed me. O Lord, thou hast brought up my soul from the grave. Thou hast kept me alive. Thou hast not gone should not to go down to the pit that I should not go down to the pit sing unto the Lord O ye saints of his and give thanks to the at the remembrance of his holy name oh my goodness I was, yeah, it, was like <laughs> it was a so good can you read this is just the preacher in me can you reiterate your three points Ooh. <laughs> that is not a good sign. So that's good. It's good. The last one was bracing. Yeah, no, it's so basically knowing they were really they were really good, really solid. I feel like me and Rachel muddied it all up. It was really good podcast. <laughs> but you need to reiterate because these are three solid things to use in your tool belt for disappointment. Mm -hmm. So Go. so the first one is you have to realize that he is all knowing, that he is sovereign. Like he is the one that's the head of all. Your second um thing is to talk to him. That you cannot get the peace, the comfort, the joy of through the situation that you're in without him like you can't just go to other people you have to talk to him and be in constant communication with him and then third you need to praise him and take the focus off of you and place it onto him beautiful really solid i mean that's really i don't know what you got next week but good luck that, that is she's gonna reverse the order gonna, rejoice yeah. him and rejoice. Him. uh no that's really i mean if we could really wrap our minds around those three points during disappointment if we yeah. could remember to do those three things it would really change our lives yeah god could do so such great things in our lives through disappointment if we would yeah. do those three things now you just have to alliterate next time oh no in due time in i due don't time. do alliterations the thesaurus is your best legal? friend no, that's literate. <laughs> um, so I have. This is the first week we've actually. Had I, know, a I, was like, I wonder challenge. what she's gonna do for that. Like a charge of challenge. Gums. There's right. no putting gums with despair. We didn't get as many as I thought we did. I mean, we got a lot. Yeah. But I, there were. I only saw like four that had motivational things mm. on top. Oh. I have to show you pictures. What do you have despair? No, the pudding cups were uh, motivational pudding, pudding cups. Motivational. Mm -hmm. I thought they were darkness. No. No. Hmm. He made the motivation. But then we got Jello cups. Which confused me. Well, maybe uh, people are confused. I mean, I think they were made by 
No, they're made by no, Jello. Yeah, pudding's made by Jello. So I don't know, but they were Jello cups. Yeah. I'm like, that's not pudding, and it's not motivating me. <laughs> he gets up every morning, grabs the Jello out of the fridge. <laughs> Did it disappoint you? I will. He he knows all things. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to him, Lord. It's not pudding, and I rejoice that it's Jello. Okay, I remember. Now charge us, Jay. <laughs> okay, the charge of challenge this week. If I can get to it now, <laughs> I want you to keep a notebook by your bed or your couch or wherever you kind of do your like sit down. You're kind of like chill out for the evening type things, and I want you to write down the things that you're thankful for that day. It could be small things. It could be big things. The point is to turn your focus away from the things that are not going the way you want them and put your focus on all the things that God has done for you so far. And I really think that's a um, uh, it's a it's a learned behavior because we naturally just went to the negative. We naturally want to be like, (laughs) I said the negative. You want it's the like negative. Audio. It's like big. You're <laughs> not Canadian. The negative. <laughs> I'm sorry, you're an angry American. That's what you are. <laughs> Maybe that's what they are. Negative. <laughs> Canadian? Yeah. Maybe they're angry Americans. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think that word means what you think that it means. <laughs> Which word? <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Jello, apparently. That doesn't mean what you think it means. Okay. No, we really turn towards the bad things in our lives so much more than we do the good things. He has a hard time with the word negative. He doesn't know how to spell it. Does that sound funny to you? Negative. Is that not how you say it? Negative. 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 Ghostwriter. What? Negative ghostwriter. Isn't that the phrase? (laughs) You just made it one. (laughs) Why did you stick with Jesus in the Bible, kid? I don't know what's wrong with you. That wasn't good either. (laughs) This is true. Uh, I'm hoping I can get through the quote. <laughs> so, yes, we all face, we go towards the negative things in life. And I think it is a, it's a flip switch. We have to um, train ourselves to think of the good things instead of walking, waking up in the morning and you're like, well. I think, I know you're at the end and you're trying to wrap up. Yeah, go ahead. But, but go ahead. <laughs> I think this is something that people in 2022 need to hear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Life is disappointing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of one of the reasons we wanted to do this series, or at least I wanted to do this series and they came along and said, sure, we'll do it. Um, Are we in a wagon? <laughs> maybe. Um, but like, life is full of, <laughs> life is full of disappointments. Every, yeah. I really thought it was a box of chocolates. That's what we were going <laughs> Every kid has heard a parent or a guardian or an adult say, life's not fair. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the truth is the Bible absolutely endorses that statement. Life is not fair. Life is going to be disappointed. However, the unfortunate thing is as the church, as Christians, we don't talk about it. We just say life is disappointing. And that's the end of the conversation. We need to understand it is going to be, there are going to be disappointments. You need to be prepared for that. There are going to be negative times. Mm -hmm. There are going to be bad times. You can say it. You you need to be prepared for that and not be taken off guard or surprised. I thought life was going to be a box of chocolates. No, it's going to be disappointing. It's going to be jello where there should be pudding. Mm. And so you understand. Mm. Yes. And so we, but not only do we need to know that there's going to be disappointments, we need to be prepared as you've already helped us with. Mm To have tools to enable us through disappointment. Yep. If it's going to have, if you know your basement is going to flood, you need to have things preparing them yes. to. Sump pump. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> my point. You need to be prepared for that flooding. Have a sump pump there. Yeah. That is life. Yeah. And so True. we need to, as the church has failed in this department. The church has failed to enable Christians with disappointment. Mm-hmm. Help them get through. How many people, how many people do we know, even in our church, who have walked away from the Lord, walked away from Christianity because something disappointed them? Yep. God did something they didn't think that he should have done, and so mm-hmm. they're done. 
Yep. Well, that's the church is failing because the church has not prepared them for disappointment. Yep. Absolutely. You have anything to add? He, I think he rambled enough for the both of us. <sighs> good, good, good. Let me butcher this quote now. Okay. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Um, you can't avoid disappointment. None of us can. But we can choose how we respond to it. You can hold on to the feeling of disappointment or you can hold on to the hand of the Savior and let him lead you with his love and into his promises for you. Apparently, I should have just held my mouth and just let you do the quote because that was everything <laughs> I was trying to say. I didn't say sump pumps or pudding cups, but that was pretty good. In the sump pumps. Allow him to be your sump pump. <laughs> That's right. Jesus is my sump pump. I don't know. I don't should know. we make t-shirts? No. <laughs> no. I'm banished from making t-shirts. You make them every year. I know. Or, or more than one. This year you made I You made several. Yeah. All right. In today's feature content, and CJ, I'm pretty sure I have the right person on there. Never heard of her. Um, Hallelujah Even Here by Lydia Liard. Is it Liard? Layard. Layard. That's how we always say it. Yeah, I don't know Layard. if it's right. But um, this was a song that I, you say you don't know who she is, but I sent you this I song. I did you send us this song. Did you I really? sent you yeah. this song. What? She sent it to the group chat for us. Three. Like, well, I listened to Before song. camp. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I listened to the song, but I didn't you read the name. <laughs> That's how I am. But... Um, it really is this like that song before camp was helpful because there was a lot of struggles, a lot of strife mm -hmm. that we were going through. And it's holly, hallelujah even here. But then also after camp, when we were even struggling, we, were, we, were, we really need to hallelujah, hallelujah here and there, like everywhere. Yep. But it really does. It's just it doesn't matter what's going on in my life. It doesn't matter um, the circumstances that have beholden themselves in front of me. You are all that matters, and you are the person to be praised. Do you know what they call a Christian that only praises during good times? I don't know. A fraud. Mm, that's fine. I said that. You can <laughs> quote me. I'll be an invisible person next time. <laughs> you have to be, oh, no, that's me. You'd be dead for him. Do oh, I have yeah. to yeah. living, But you can quote me. <laughs> what I mean by that is a real Christian praises in the bad times, in yep. the negative times. They a real A real Christian... Praises at all times. Yep. They don't choose just the good times. And yet our, I'm done. I'm done. Just cut <laughs> us off. It's there. been a few weeks. It is been, yes, In shorter it's... terms, hallelujah, even here. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you for joining this. And I hope that you guys have enjoyed it. Um, what was it that we said earlier? Oh, if you're disappointed, good. Um, <laughs> but, now there's a t-shirt. That one I can support. <laughs> but thank you guys. And we will see you next week. See ya. Bye. Please come back. <laughs> Please. <laughs>